0: And now, back to The Johnny B Show. I've been thinking about you. Uh, this is Russell Wilson's wife. Show some respect. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Russell Wilson is?
1: Is he that hip hop mogul?
0: Yep. (laughs) Yo, that's exactly who he is. Yeah. Yep. I'm so good. Look, I, I, I said this earlier tonight, and I stand by this. Anna is the most intelligent idiot I know.
1: I don't know. I don't know who people are. That doesn't mean I'm dumb.
0: That's what I mean. Like you're very smart.
1: But it has nothing to do with being s- smart or not smart. It's just I'm not exposed to certain things.
0: Well, I mean, you, you you do talk radio. It'd be nice if you knew who like major celebrities were, like Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson? Yep.
1: I thought he was the hip-hop mogul.
0: No, that's She's uh, right. Russell. Come on. No, it's not. Who's that? Russell Simmons?
1: I was close. I was half right.
0: No. You were not. Look. A lot of Russells out there I was gonna say There's a lot of Russells Russell in Stover You on. know who Russell
1: Stover is? Yeah he does the stove top
0: oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See? She's the most intelligent moron In the world You like chocolate? <laughs> Russell Stover chocolate?
2: <laughs>
0: what a dumbass He does stove.
1: Maybe it's just
0: the artist here is Ciara. I know that person. Yeah, she's married to Russell Wilson, who is the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks.
1: One, two, step. Can't Goodies. I'm familiar.
0: Oh, sweet. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> were you eating stovetop while you were listening to her jams? I'm um, Unbelievable. Uh, Rhett Matthews here. What's up, buddy? Yes, I am. How you doing, Johnny? Um, you know, I'm a lot like you uh, probably today, you know. I'm trying not to let uh, an NFL franchise ruin my week, uh... I tried to get over yesterday as quickly as possible by eating a whole slab of ribs all by myself.
2: Uh, Those ribs look pretty killer, man. I saw them on your story. Yeah, I, I put them good. out there to give
0: people food boners. Uh, they were really, really good, by the way. Bacon-encrusted Dr. Pepper barbecue ribs. <sighs> yeah, get it. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. you know. And macaroni and cheese that I did not make, but we bought from Costco because their mac and cheese is the best. I suggest if you uh, have a Costco cart, uh, go to the deli, get their mac and cheese. That's all you got to do is throw it in the oven for like 45 minutes. Got like uh, all this cheese and all this mac. Ah! Ah! 727 579 1025 771 1025 So we have Red here every Monday. Red is the host of the the, uh, award-winning Cannon Fire podcast.
1: Bless. Bless. Bless
0: Wow, bless you. I hit the cough button instead of the sneeze button. Man, that was crazy. It's like I'm allergic to...
1: Why would it be any different? I was just kidding. Oh. Wow.
0: You're on fire tonight, Anna. Thanks. Oh, I just sneezed so hard. I'm seeing the uh, little fireflies in front of my eyes. Is that normal? No. Am I having a stroke right now? Possibly. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, But Red is here. Uh, We do the Bucks break every Monday night at 10 o'clock. Whether they win or lose, we discuss the Buccaneers, and then we make predictions for next week and all that stuff. Uh, So with no further ado... Um, let's get right into the uh depressing talk that happened yesterday. Red, Um
2: Who you with, dog?
0: With the
1: Bucks, dog. I'm with the Bucks, with the Bucks, too. I'm with the Don't Bucks. Can we eat sad music? Crazy. I was gonna do that, but I
3: was. Yeah, you're
0: right. So There you go. The Bucks played the New York Giants yesterday. They sure did. Six and a half point favorites. It's one of those games that I would have put my entire paycheck. That's it, not that much. I, mean, I have okay. more than one job. That's okay? true. That's true. But I would have, I would have put the good paycheck, not this one, oh. the other one. Oh, okay. I would have put that paycheck
2: on the Bucks winning with the money line
0: because I was just that confident.
2: And it was a game that I didn't want to get myself too confident. But Johnny, after that first half of football, yeah. You're leading 28 to 10 headed into the third quarter. Jameis Winston was
0: just slicing those dudes up. Like he was gashing them
2: for 15, 20 yards, sometimes 40, 50 yard uh, strikes. First half statistics for Mike Evans, a guy who we were worried didn't show up these first two weeks. But he was sick. 163 yards and three touchdowns in the first half.
0: Yeah, so you would figure with that, He would end the game with at least five touchdowns and, I don't know,
2: 250 yards probably. Oh, no. No? On the defensive side of the ball, Shaq Barrett. Four sacks. Yep, one strip. Two forced fumbles. Oh, was it
0: two? Okay, Yeah.
2: Two forced fumbles, making a case to be NFC Defensive Player of the Week two times in a row. Oh, he better be. And the Buccaneers still found a way to let it go and lose. Oh, you're leaving out a couple other
0: things. Uh, the number one running back in the league gets held to, I don't know, I didn't look at the stats, but I'm guessing... 11 getting, yards. 11 yards on what, seven, eight carries? Yep. And we put him out of the game. Not that I root for people to get to get injured, but uh, that's a statement. He's out 48 weeks now. And so we shut down the best running back in the game. And this isn't the first time. I mean, we shut down the top three running back last week with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yep. So win or lose... The Bucks' run defense is
2: legit. Absolutely. But we
0: do all of that. Like, if you were to tell me before the game, all these stats, hey, Johnny, uh, Jameis is going to have one turnover. Um, he is going to throw for uh, almost 400 yards. Almost 400 yards and three touchdowns, one interception. Saquon Barkley is going to have 11 yards. And Mike Evans is going to have, you know, 160-something yards, three touchdowns. I think he finished with 190 overall on the day. Yeah. Uh, Shaq Barrett's going to have four sacks. I go, oh, we we won that game by three touchdowns. How the hell do we lose this game? This is such a head-scratcher for me. For the last 24 hours, I still cannot believe it. And it's so sad that this has just become our reality as Bucks fans. For the last 12 years, we just come to expect it. It's almost like we're not shocked anymore. And then to to have it done by a bad team, it wasn't even like we were shocking the world and beating, like, the Saints like
2: this or something. Like, this is the Giants. So sad, Red. You know, and the funniest part, too, is that My co-host Evan on CFP, he sends me a text at halftime, and he says, "Still got a half. Curious to see adjustments by both teams. 18 point lead. Because I was giving him crap. He told me he was nervous about this game. We're up 18 points. I'm feeling good, and I'm, you know, messing with him. I'm like, and you were nervous. He said, I'll say it's a W if they stop him on defense and they score on offense. Nonetheless, very well done." First play of the third quarter, a 75-yard touchdown to Evan Ingram. That's okay. We're still good. Yeah. Still a two-possession game. Just stop them on offense and they, score They can't touchdown. stop us. Exactly. So let's have a shootout with a, with a two-score lead. Evan texts me as soon as that happens. He said, here we go. This game is going to come down to the wire. Oh, man. And I said, no, it's not. And he said, just keep watching. Everything is starting to unravel. And I told him, have some confidence in this team. I believe they can get it done. I was truly confident that Bruce Arians had had these guys with a mentality of, we're going to win this game because it's our game to lose. Yeah. I
0: thought also, and I said this to my girlfriend sitting on the couch with her, not that she was paying attention to the game. She was on her phone, uh, you know, scrolling uh, social media or something like she should. But I said to her, because she's she's all I had to talk to, I said, uh, Bruce Arians isn't gonna sit around and play conservative. He's gonna tell, <laughs> he's gonna tell Byron Lefwich to keep the pedal down, and we're gonna do like the Ravens did, the Dolphins, and we're gonna score 59 points on these jokers. There's no way they can stop us. OJ Howard's wide open in the seam. Mike Evans, they can't even come close to stopping him. And for some reason, these morons are single covering one of the best receivers in the league. Absolutely the best receiver yesterday in the league. I said, we're going to murder these guys. And now Rojo's gashing them. They can't stop us. They, we didn't punt the ball until the third quarter. They can't stop us. We're about to run it up on these bitches. And I was dead wrong. It was like Lovey Smith came back for the second half and says, I got this. Y'all take the second half off. I got this coaching thing down. I, I know. I know I've ruined, uh, in Indiana or Illinois, wherever the hell he's at. Is it Illinois? Illinois. Yeah. boy. It's bad. (laughs) But uh, I was blown away by the play calling. I was blown away that we knock out this run at the number one running back in the league and we don't adjust our defense to stop the pass. And they don't, they have, they have Shepard and they have, and they have uh, a stupid. uh,
2: Evan Ingram. Yeah. Ingram. Thank you. What I saw from this Buccaneers team is it seemed like they game-planned everything they had into stopping Saquon Barkley. And once that was done, they just didn't know how to make the adjustments. It just wasn't there. It just fell apart. They're like, what do we do now? And we're on the field with their thumbs up their ass for the whole second half. The secondary in particular. The thing that
0: upset me the most, obviously, Matt Gay missing those kicks. But the thing that upset me the most was that fourth down play where Jones ran in the touchdown. They are in man coverage. And I I'm not trying to sound like a, a, a know-it-all, but I did coach youth football. I was a defensive coordinator for 13-year-olds. And it's pretty common knowledge that you don't run man In the red zone, especially inside the 10-yard line. And I talked about this with you off air. Last week when we stopped Christian McCaffrey, they were expecting man. I don't know why, but we were running zone, and that's how we stopped him. As soon as I saw it was man, I screamed at my girlfriend who was not watching the television. He's about to run the – he's about – I said walk in. I said Daniel Jones is about to walk into the end zone. He sure he is. He practically did because anybody that has played football past middle school knows that that is an automatic. And then I heard Chris Meyer say, oh, what a heads-up play. Guys, if you're listening to us right now, that was not a heads-up play. That was a planned run. The quarterback was told if they're running man, look to run this ball in. You're going to be wide open. If they're if they're running zone, then you're gonna do a hot read slant because that will beat the zone. I'm not saying I know how to coach better than these guys, but but that just seemed pretty simple to me. I mean, I don't get it. But then everybody's poo-pooing on Jameis. Everybody I talked to today, Jameis sucks. I'm like, look at the stat line. They're like, yeah, well, he he still sucks. I go, no, you suck, because you don't know what you're talking about. And then he does what everybody wants him to do. With a minute and 26 seconds left, he drives the team down, not just in field goal range, to the nine goddamn yard line. That in throw ba- to Evans was great. In basically one play. Yeah. But all day long he was hitting the deep pass. Did you hear any of these bitches
2: screaming about how he can't throw the deep ball yesterday? Hell yeah. No, instead of giving all the credit to Mike Evans. People blaming Jameis Winston for this loss just do not watch football. It's as simple as that. They're racist. Um, some of them really are,
0: but uh, <laughs> that's, that's the truth. But but yeah, he did what he was supposed to do, and then we get up there, and then I don't want to I don't want to talk smack about Bruce Arians. I really like him, but I don't understand going seven yards back. I don't understand it. Now I know I read something from Greg Allman that said that it wasn't really a planned delay a game. That they were up against it, and they were going to get the delay, and they didn't want to use their timeout.
2: So he kind of contradicted himself today about it because yesterday, immediately after the game, he's like, yep, we plan to do that. And everybody was like, what the hell?
0: You're supposed to have these scenarios running through your head all the time before the games even happen so that you know what to do when these situations happen. And I know they do this kind of stuff. You run these drills like what happens if this happens? This is what we do. In that situation, and I'm sure if they go back and and look at it, they would probably agree, I hope – in that situation, you're at the 9-yard line. You go, "You know what? We're not spiking the ball. We're not doing that. We're going to let this bitch go down to 2 seconds and then we are going to call timeout and he is going to kick it from the right hash mark. I don't care if he's more comfortable from somewhere else. It's at the 9-yard line, which makes it like a 20, I don't know, 27-yard, I don't know, 28-yard kick. It doesn't matter. It's a chip shot for a preschooler. We're gonna do it right there. We're not moving it back seven seconds. We're not gonna add three or four minutes to ice our own kicker because that's essentially what it did. Yeah, in my opinion, I saw. Uh, let's line it up in the middle for him. I'm like, the whole time. What do you think Matt Gay's doing on the sideline? He's sweating. His gay ball's off. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, oh, God, all right, okay, well, uh, uh,
2: uh, they put it in the middle for me. Uh, uh, seven yards back. Uh. Well, here's the thing, too, that I had noticed, and kind of a side note. When Jameis had taken that ball and, like, kneeled, yeah. he went all the way to the left hash mark mm. where gay said he was most comfortable, and he went down, and then the referee oh, yeah. spotted it right in the middle. I don't know where the miscommunication was on that, but it was just something that I, I thought. I noticed. thought they
0: were trying to go in the
2: middle there. I, yeah. I I thought he was on the left. I don't know. Maybe it was the angle.
0: Yeah, even Bruce Arian said, and uh, in, in Jameis said in the press conference, uh, I was put, I was spotting it in the middle. Gotcha. That's where. Okay. So, either way, it doesn't matter. If you're an NFL kicker from that distance, it doesn't matter if it's on the right, left, if it's from the bathroom. You should be able to nail that kick. You should be able to nail that kick. It's ridiculous. All right, let's go to uh, one of our professional uh, NFL pundits uh, on the street. Uh, Daniel, what's up?
2: Hey, Jay, How you doing? Good,
0: man. Uh, I've seen that quarterback draw all the way too, just like you did. Um, but the thing that got me was the nine yard line, take a delay a game and then kneel three yards back further than that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: With, you know, you had, if you still had a timeout, you still could have ran one more play. I don't run one don't more play. The
2: end to, or just run it or, or yeah. just kick it from the nine. I, I mean, I run one. Why more play. take that? Why take the Why take the penalty? And then kneel it four, three,
0: four yards back when he's missed extra points already in, in earlier in the day. It just. It doesn't make sense. I know, dude. I know. I know. And every, every
2: every most teams that have a big lead at halftime, they they stink it up in the third fourth quarter and it comes down Not to Not good
0: it. teams. Not good teams. Teams like the Patriots stomp your throat and they they keep the pedal down and they beat you to death. That's what teams like that do. That's, true. That's what the Cowboys That's do. That's what winning franchises do. You don't sit around and lollygag for two quarters. You go out there and you 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 chop their heads off. You know, you you, you kill them. That's what you do. This is not uh, a game for the meek. You go out there and you try to destroy them, especially in your home stadium where more of their
2: fans are cheering than ours. And that is pitiful. Jerks. That pissed me off more than anything from the game on Sunday. Was looking and you could hear it on the TV broadcast. I I
0: know. I turned the volume down for a while. I couldn't deal with it. I could not deal with it at all. Uh, plus I could, Chris Myers is pissing me off too, you know, and then, then I, then I try to listen to the radio broadcast and I got senile Gene on there, you know, I love oh. the guy. He's a legend, but God,
3: <laughs> can I, uh, my meltdown was actually about, um, like football in general. No, you no, no, you no, hate Gene no. Deckerhoff? No, I don't hate Jean. Do you I do love, you? I love Gene Deckerhoff. Jesus, dude. Um, uh, but you're right. Sometimes he's getting a little hard to listen to. Um, my... I don't understand these fans, and I'm going to be honest with you, it's mostly Patriots fans that have done this. Hmm. Um, I got into it with the, somebody the other night about, they said, why are you still cheering for teams that suck? Hmm. They're <laughs> like, well, have you ever thought about rooting for like a team that doesn't suck year in and year out? And it baffled me because I've never heard anybody say that before. Oh, I have. And oh, yeah. What, like, w- I, I don't get that. Now, granted, again, it's from a Patriots fan. They've been used to winning You know, forever, since millennials were born. Yeah, but Patriot
0: Patriot fans my age... They remember back in the day
2: when they sucked out loud, and they couldn't couldn't fill half their stadium back Mm -hmm. in the day. And that's my stepdad. My stepdad around a similar age, he tells me all the time, he's like, I remember when the Pats sucked, and they let me down all the time. So, yeah, they definitely had to go through their fair share if they've been around for a long enough. If you
3: jump ship just because your team's been out, Grant, guys, we're Tampa Bay sports fans. We've been fans of bad teams for a
2: long time. Dude, I have a
3: Rowdy's tattoo on my back. Do you?
2: No. Oh, okay. I,
3: I don't know another market where all three of your professional teams have been bad at the same time. I can't think of one off the top of my head, except for Tampa. I mean, the 90s were not a good decade, except for the late 90s with the Bucks. But most of the 90s were not good if you were a tampa uh, Up to player.
0: 1996, but there was 14 years in that stretch where we didn't oh, yeah. make the playoffs. And now— The we're, bolts were awful. The, we're you know, at almost 12 years now without yeah. a playoff mm-hmm. uh, appearance. And it's been uh, since 2003 Super Bowl years, 2002
2: since we won a playoff game, yeah. so it's really bad. I'll say this about the Bucks: we're one and two. Our season is most definitely not over. No, we can't look at it like that. And the only thing we can do right now is mentally prepare ourselves the best that we can because you know who we're facing next week in their hometown? Uh huh. The NFC champions.
0: Yeah, the Los Angeles Rams, who by the way uh, have two of the best defensive linemen in the game right now. Uh, they are they are ranked uh, as far as QB pressures. Of course, we have the number one uh, defensive lineman You're or damn uh, right linebacker. We do. Uh, Shaq Barrett is leading the league in defensive pressures and uh, quarterback pressures and sacks. But they have Aaron Donald and uh, Fowler that are both in the top, I think, seven or eight in
2: yeah. the, in the well, same Aaron category. Well, Aaron Donald, arguably the best defensive lineman in the NFL right now. And yeah. a lot of people have made the argument that He's not who he was last year because he doesn't have Indomitable next to him. Yeah, they're idiots. That argument can be made, yeah, but he's moms. still Aaron Donald, and he's yeah. still going to eat your lineman alive.
0: That's like saying Warren Sapp wasn't as good if it was a uh, Booger McFarland <laughs> or uh, Brad Hall Pepper. Shut up! Right? Just shut up. The guy is a generational player, and he's he might be as good as Warren Sapp or better before his uh, his uh, career is over with. So, all right, we gotta we gotta pick our winners for. Uh, for the, the Rams game, we got to pick our score and, uh, and our MVP. And I'm very sad to think where these predictions might go. So, uh, let's start with uh, the person that knows the most, Anna. Glad you asked. We played a Rams at four o'clock oh, I'm, this I'm Sunday aware.
1: against the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Who is the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams, Anna Hummel? Same as.
3: We've mentioned him quite often on this show. Oh yeah, man! Very yeah. handsome guy.
0: Very, very, very good at football. Dante. Nope. All right. What's us? What's the score, Anna? Um. Unfortunately,
1: I have the uh, the Bucks predicted to lose again. This will be the final score now. Rams.
0: She's squinting, and her face looks like she's taking she's a poop really hard, big poop.
1: It's gonna be twenty-eight, two. Uh, it's gonna be a close game. You know, seventeen.
0: Oh, uh, twenty-eight. That's not like uh, close. Well, it
1: could be worse. Could be twenty-eight to like four. <laughs> Eleven but
2: points. Uh, twenty-eight it'll come down to, a wire. to
1: seventeen. Yep. All right, that's the game. Rams victory.
0: Who's gonna be the MVP?
1: On what team? On the Rams,
0: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. Terrence. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, I
3: I don't see the Bucks winning this one. Um, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Rams, 21-14, and yeah, I just think Jared uh, Jared Goff goes off on our secondary, so he's the MVP.
0: Goff goes off.
2: All right. Um, Red. Uh, I don't see this being a relatively high scoring game. Not as high as the Giants game was, of course. But I also see the Cleveland Browns who just held the Rams to 20 points. Um, I will say 28 to 24 Rams.
0: All right, guys, this is gonna blow your damn mind.
3: You're out against the Bucks.
0: No. What? No. Shock in the world. I don't if you go back and look, Bruce Arians doesn't lose a lot of back-to-back games. I think they bounce back and shock the NFL next week. And this isn't just me being a homer. I've done a lot a lot of thinking about this for the last like three or four hours. And I like the matchups for us. I think it is a low scoring game, lower than you estimated. Okay. I am guessing, and this is an educated guess, a hypothesis, if you will. I say the Bucks are going to pull this off, and it is going to be sixteen to thirteen. Matt Gay winning field goal, and it will be a fifty-five plus yard field goal for the win and he will not be wearing those stupid neon yellow shoes. That
2: was my follow-up question. Is he going to show up (laughs) in those nasty neon green cleats that he decided to wear for some reason and didn't take them off at halftime?
0: Ugh, gross. Hey, guys, look at my dumb feet that can't make a field goal. Better burn those things. Not the shoes. His actual feet. He should burn them. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, So there you go. That's all of our predictions. Uh, Hopefully it will come true. Look. Look. No reason to let this loss and even this horrible start to the season get you down, guys. Like we said, it is still very early in the season. Uh, everybody, unless your team's zero three, that's pretty bad. You're you're really up against it. Um, if we could, we somehow get through this long stretch of away games, including our home away game, and even come close to being uh, five hundred. Um, eh, you know. I'm t- I'm doing this week to week. That's how I'm right. playing the season out. Uh you know, if we're You sound like you're in
1: severe denial right now. That's what it sounds like to me. I love my team. I Even know though you they, do, they, but they hurt me. Is I, it can't you just love losing? Can't you just enjoy that?
0: No. I wish I could. I, look, being a, a Bucks fan like we are, it's like being in a horrible, abusive marriage, right? So and leave. You can't. You're too invested, right? Like, you have kids together. Like, her parents have money and they're like, they're old, so you know they're going to croak one day and leave you guys something, maybe. Right? There's that, that hope way off in the distance, right? You don't want to give up because you just, you love her. And sometimes she's like, if you love something, you have to let it go. That's a stupid, stupid meme. So, yeah. So, even though she's a, a rage lunatic, alcoholic, mean lady, right? And she's ugly at times, like, ugh, ugh. Like the fat chick that keeps flying to Nigeria on 90 Day Fiance, like that ugly, right?
1: Well, why don't you just lower your expectations and that way you don't have to be disappointed every week? You know? So just be like, listen, we lost, but we didn't lose as bad as we thought we were. Yay, Uh, win! uh, Happy, happy. Happy, happy day. uh, Instead of being sad every single day. Monday or whatever the following day after game is, you know, just just be happy oh, boy.
0: for all the people <laughs> listening on the cannon fire podcast. I apologize for letting that <laughs> into your podcast realm. But thank you anyway uh, for listening uh, to the Bucks break uh, with the award winning Rhett Matthew, uh, keep downloading the Cannon Fire podcast. If you haven't subscribed, then subscribe. It's on all the platforms, including YouTube, where you can see this guy's beautiful ginger face. Uh, Rhett, thanks, dude, once again for uh, for doing this, the Bucks break. I enjoy doing it with you. It's awesome.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me in, man. It's always a good time talking about this team, win, lose, or draw.
0: Hopefully we'll be talking about a shocking victory on the West Coast. No, nah, probably not. Uh, we got to take a break. When we come back, uh, we have – hip hop legends, Mike mass and perception in studio to Johnny B show.
3: Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.